These are the active ingredients of what they sprayed around Boulder, Colorado for their project, um, Restore Colorado 22. Uh, it's all terrible chemicals right here. And it's every park, every hiking trail, every pond. They poisoned everything. And these are places where we take our kids and grandkids, our dogs, everybody's hiking. It's all over your feet. It's all over everything. And the dogs are drinking out of the pond. They're drinking these chemicals. Hey, friends. Sean from SGT Report here. That was my friend Patty Greer. She and activist Amanda Domenico joined me to discuss Restore Colorado 2022 and United Nations Agenda 2030. Because guess what? The warm, fuzzy official story about Restore Colorado 2022 will tell you it's all about zero food print. I really think that the Restore Colorado program, along with zero food print, is a really unique way of saying let's really circleize our economy by having healthy land. We have healthy animals and healthy food to feed our community. Zero footprint? You mean zero footprint? What are we talking about here? We're talking about zero carbon emissions by 2050, Bill Gates, the World Economic Forum, and the end of human freedom. If Restore Colorado 2022 is so great, why are they spraying toxic poison all over the place? Before we start this one, just a quick word about our sponsor. We're technically at war and in a recession. Two things the government doesn't want you to know, but it's only a matter of time until the cracks start to show and you know who's going to get hit the most? You. That's why you need to protect yourself and your family, because things are going to get worse before they get better. Fortunately, Noble Gold Investments is here to help you. There's always a risk of investment and no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. But you've worked too hard to build up your savings and investments to see it all crumble. Gold and silver from Noble Gold Investments are real possessions in times like these. Knowing you're outside the system, if and when it crashes, is a great feeling. And a surefire way to keep your money safe for your retirement is a precious metals IRA. Noble Gold Investments has been helping people just like you to keep their money safe for years with these IRAs. And this month, Noble Gold is giving away a Gold Eagle bullion coin with every qualifying IRA of $50,000 or higher. Make sure you don't get trampled. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey, friends. Welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from sgtreport.com, thephaser.com, and thelibertymill.com. These are all antidotes to corporate propaganda in Mockingbird mainstream media. As you guys know, the real news can be found right here. And I'm very glad to bring back on the show, Patty Greer, who we just spoke to not very long ago. She's the CEO of C60. But today, guys, we're going to talk about Colorado cloud seeding, toxic poison chemical dumps via helicopter and much more. I'll welcome Patty first and then our guest who's joining us. Patty, welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be back on your show. Your audience is amazing. Uh, we are reaching out, Amanda Domenico and I, because we've lost control of uh, our air and quality in Colorado, water and everything. And she's an amazing activist. She's been at it for years. And that's why she and I are here today. Well, thanks so much. And uh, Amanda, welcome. And pronounce your last name for me. I'll get it wrong. I know it was just stated there. Domenico. Thanks for having us on this show, Sean. Well, thanks for coming on. I've got some startling video that you guys sent me to share, but uh, you said something very interesting before I hit record, and I agree with you. It's going to resonate with our audience. Motherhood really activates us. That's what you said. So you're a mom now, and maybe you didn't pay quite so much attention before being a mom, but you're paying attention now, aren't you? 
That's right. All right. Let's talk about the uh, dastardly corporations that are dumping toxic poisons in and around your St. Verain Valley in Boulder County, Colorado. You guys sent me some startling video. Should we start there? Uh, yeah, it, it it's, makes quite a statement. But what you're seeing is a helicopter dropping Monsanto Bayer chemicals on an innocent town after we said absolutely no. All right, let's watch this. And then I want to ask you a very pertinent question associated with what you just claimed there. Guys, there is some righteous indignation in this video. And uh, that's a little bit of profanity. But at this point, I'm all about righteous indignation. So fair warning. Oh, my God. Get it. This guy didn't get it. Fuckers, you fucks. There's not even cheatgrass up there. It's blowing right our way. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Look at that. You. Look at this. There's not even cheatgrass up there. All right, I'll pause it there, guys. Look, I'm outraged, too, and I can forgive the profanity, and so can God, because, frankly, demon creatures are aligned against us on that planet as we all are starting to become aware. So how do you guys know that that was a Monsanto paid-for helicopter, and how do you know what they were dumping? Well, we know that it was um, out of schedule. Uh, It appears to be part of a precursor to something called Restore Colorado 22, which also appears to be, you know, newspeak for we're going to douse you from helicopter uh, at the time when children are getting dropped off at school. The product they're spraying is called Rejuvra, which, as Patty mentioned, it's it's a Monsanto Bears product. And uh, the active ingredient is Indaciflon, which is, according to the FDA, a neurotoxin. And previously, it's been applied in the county on foot. And uh, we have, you know, some organic farms, local organic farm, Oglala, was sprayed on foot, not via helicopter, by a similar product. And she lost 350,000 of her bees within days. Mm-hmm. Um, so our groups, you know, were just shocked to see this. The county gave us less than a week's notice. It came on the tail end of a victory, a really large community victory that we had here, uh, having the, uh, the the county uphold the expiration of uh, CMEX, Mexican Cement uh, Special Use Project, and um, denial of a new special use. So about barely had a chance to enjoy that and celebrate that victory with the community before we got this situation arose. Okay. And just for the audience, a little background about you. You were part of and have been part of these marches against Monsanto. So you know your stuff. You understand what glyphosate is and what it does to the human body and how it's in the water and how it's in our blood, right? Tell us a little bit about Monsanto that I think now is what? They were bought by Bear. Is that correct? That's correct, Sean. Um, well, you you know, before we came on on the on the recording, you, we mentioned I was sharing that I started off again with the march against Monsanto as a mom, and just couldn't believe it was really a glyphosate that couldn't believe that they were spraying this on on dandelions and its effects on the on the bees. So that's that really launched everything, and here we are. Um, 
decades later and, and we're, they're spraying it out of a helicopter. And glyphosate, now we know it, there's been so many lawsuits. Bobby Kennedy won uh, in Cambria and that just set off a chain of events within a week, uh, less than a month of that spraying, as Patty mentioned on November 1st, we um, in Oregon, they were they lost a lawsuit for like $600 million in December of 2022. Uh, it's banned in Miami, it's banned in Austin, uh, and places that are a lot less progressive than, than Boulder, Colorado. So we have a real problem here. Yeah, we've got a problem all around the country. And Patty, thanks for bringing this to my attention, because I'm sure you're both aware of United Nations Agenda 2030 and what they want to do to our nation. They want to re-green the interior of the nation, get us all into their 15-minute smart cities. And in addition to that, we have the intentional destruction of our food supply. Maybe part of that video we just saw might be related to that agenda. And the intentional destruction of our supply chains. Look what's going on in East Palestine, Ohio, with that train derailment, which I could easily argue and quantify for you was made to happen, made to occur. And uh, Patty, you sent me quite a few slides. I have those queued up, but I just want you to know, as fate would have it, my friend Fire Medic 8 on BitChute posted and sent me a video today to more helicopter footage, this time coming out of Arkansas, not necessarily related to Monsanto, but definitely related to the attack, the war against humanity. Given all the stuff you sent me via email, the slides, where would you like to begin? Well, if you want to play that video, go for it, because it was pretty amazing. Yeah, well, the video we just played was amazing, but I guess, yeah, just for the audience, be aware of what's going on around you in your area and keep an eye on these helicopters. And you might want to do what uh, Fire Medic's friend did down there in Arkansas. Measure the EMF, the radiation coming off these things, and ask yourself, why is this happening? Hey, guys. I'm going to run a video clip real quick from a friend of mine in Arkansas. What you're going to see is a flyby, which happens in my area multiple times a day, almost every day. And what he's going to show you is the power density that you'll see as these aircraft approach him. And as they are out of sight, the power density is still traceable and measurable. You ain't got your phone, dude. Wow. Look, guys, I'm not a scientist. I don't even have one of those EMF gadgets like Fire Medic does. We've talked about that. I have to get one. But uh, for those who do understand the science, who do understand 5G and EMF, who do understand this war being waged against us and the fact that 5G can be weaponized, it is a weapon system, one must wonder and ask, why are, if those are military helicopters, why are they emitting so much EMF? What is going on here? And I think that's just a great segue, Patty, to what we're about to talk about here. Absolutely. And 5G is another assault that they've done on us, which was, again, an inside job where the town lawyer appears to have also been working for the telecommunication company. And we fought it like crazy. And then they just rolled over us. And now we've got cell towers everywhere that we don't need it. So 
Yeah, we've got some serious problems here, but drawing attention, I think, will help. Um, if you want to pull up those screenshots, I'm glad to run through them because everything is evidence of what we're talking about. Yeah, and I would just add that uh, that former FCC chair, Tom Wheeler, foamed at the mouth to fast-track 5G. To hell, he said, with the safety studies. It's just too damned important. There are billions, hundreds of billions of dollars at risk. We must be first. We must fast-track 5G, and that's exactly what they did. It makes you wonder how many stock options was he waiting to cash in on? Because otherwise, why not do the safety studies? Well, we've got a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, and they didn't do any safety studies there either. So I think we understand what this agenda is, Patty. What are we seeing here? It's ugly. (laughs) These are the active ingredients of what they sprayed around Boulder, Colorado. And if anybody lives there that's listening or has ever been there, if we have the list also of the locations that they sprayed last year for their project, um, Restore Colorado 22, uh, it's all terrible chemicals right here. And it's every park, every hiking trail, every pond. They poisoned everything. And these are places where we take our kids and grandkids, our dogs, everybody's hiking. It's all over your feet. It's all over everything. And the dogs are drinking out of the pond. They're drinking these chemicals. I mean, Amanda knows what these are more than I do, but none of them seem like something I'd want to take. Amanda, this looks like the same recipe we're seeing unfold in Ohio and East Palestine, where they've turned a 1.1 million pound clump of vinyl chloride into a toxic plume that is now probably polluting Lake Erie, not to mention Canada, not to mention the eastern seaboard, not to mention they wanted it to go south down the Ohio River Basin and into the Mississippi. All United Nations Agenda 2030, in my assessment, all part of the plan to depopulate and get us all off these rural areas. Your thoughts? Well, we actually had a member of of the Boulder uh, local government say um, recently that that uh, the real harm comes from those living in in non-urban areas living oh, of course. in the country. So no, the, the fix is yeah, the fix is fifteen-minute cities, right? That's what that's the fix to what ails us. That's the fix to global warming is fewer people in fifteen-minute cities. Well, just moments before we came we came on, we joined you, Sean. I received a text saying that in the town of Longmont, which is next to Boulder, Colorado, that they want to put in smart cities. And this was a plea from from um, educator and uh, Waldorf based uh, biodynamic farmer of many, many years saying, please help, you know, and attend the local. But that is the perception. They have signed on to be Agenda 2030. It follows it does follow a prescription. <laughs> the The rollout of the cell towers, the 5G towers in the tiny mountain town of Lyons, Colorado, um, that happened within, you know, the same year. And, you know, it was just like 2022, all the food processing places burning. Then 2023 appears to be the derailments. We've had some local local issues as well. There's one on our Facebook page that I took personally around Christmas time where a the railroad was malfunctioning and the arms were down and a gondola truck. We don't know who it belongs to because it doesn't appear to have a tag from my video, but just hurls through there. And within a week, we had a car get hit on, on the railroad tracks um, near Niwot. So 
let's back up here. I want to show that uh, image again of whatever it is you guys say they're spraying. I want to understand what these chemicals are. Kind of small on my screen. I can't make them all out here. But also, what is Restore Colorado 22? What is the thesis for Restore Colorado 22? Because we know they lie about everything. So what is their stated thesis? I haven't heard about Restore Colorado 22. The stated thesis is that they are trying to eradicate cheat grass, cheat, C-H-E-A-T, grass, which is, according to the Colorado Department of Agriculture, it's a list C, as in cat, species that doesn't warrant any eradication at all. They allege that it will help, um, that that the cheat grass can um just interfere with the food of the elk and such. But the elk's population is really thriving. The last time that the elk subject came up, I actually spoke before the county commissioners against shooting the elk in open space because, again, trying to protect the open space nature. We'd never had public hunting on open space. And so the elk seem to be doing fine. The fire department is not worried about the cheat grass. We've talked to three different um literally called up three different fire chiefs. The the Colorado Department of Agriculture doesn't deem that it's a significant uh, invasion or weed, and all the scientists we've talked to uh, say it's been around forever. So we really, but but it's the the spraying is to happen across Colorado in various different counties, including Boulder County. And it's supposed to start now in the spring. Some of the counties, I believe, have already started, like Larimer County. Uh, Boulder County, when we were sprayed, it had never happened. Now, they had sprayed uh, Rejuvra, but from the ground. And like you brought up what's happening in um, Palestine, Ohio, this is very toxic in the water. We've experienced, you know, record death of animals, which is being attributed, of course, to the avian flu. In fact, one of the headlines that we just saw yesterday was that the state of Colorado has more cases of avian flu than um, the continental United States combined. So that was one of the headlines in local media. But they're testing very few animals. It, it, it you know, could it be the endosiflon in the water? We don't know. We're we're trying to procure more and more testing of the soil, more testing of the water um, to get to the root of that. We also know the effects of five G on bird populations. And, and, you know, Bobby Kennedy has done lawsuits against the FCC and won um, because they were, weren't taking health effects into account. But environmentalists have long been saying, hey, it's also the bird population, the effects on the bird population. But we see that being discounted as um, avian flu. Yeah. So and, and we'll go to another slide Patty sent. Uh, I said I couldn't make a lot of this out there. I just zoomed in. That helps. Uh, glyphosate <laughs> appears to be all over this, including the number one spot up here, glyphosate. So evidently, in order to eliminate cheatgrass, it makes a lot of sense to spray a toxic, a known toxic poison now that was so toxic that people stopped using it. Monsanto ran for cover, essentially sold the thing out, sold their whole name, changed their whole name to that German company that goes right back to the Holocaust and World War II, Bayer. So these are the people that uh, are all on board with the United Nations Agenda 2030. And of course, avian flu. Of course, they have to kill all the chickens, right? It's all part of eliminating our food supply and our food supply chain. Why? So that we all become dependent on daddy government. And I think what's going on in East Palestine, Ohio, is just the tip of the iceberg. Patty, any comments on this? Avian flu in Colorado. And you sent me many more slides as well. 
Yeah, let's go through them because it really kind of evidences itself in images. It's, in my opinion, it's pretty obvious. What we had was reports repeatedly of dead birds and dead fish on all the local ponds that are downstream of where they drop the rejuvra. Uh, the 5G towers went in. We also have a couple more assaults, which are going to be discussed in this show. But um, the avian excuse reminds me of the big COVID excuse. Nobody had the flu or a cold or bronchitis for the last three years. Everybody had the big C. I think this is the big A because, wow, look at the title, bird flu. Bird flu. Those aren't birds. Found in more mammals in Colorado last month than in all other states combined. This is Channel 9 News. So now they're finding dead cougar, dead bear, dead foxes, dead lynx, dead flying. uh, We have uh, Canadian snow geese. We have ducks on the ponds. And they're blaming it all on bird flu? All all bird flu. Okay. I think we can... I just covered I this recently. Like this. I just covered this recently in an interview. It might have been with you. And I said, did you know that research shows that the majority of the population doesn't or cannot recognize patterns? These are what we like to call the NPCs, the non-player characters in this thing called life. They don't recognize patterns. So this is a lot because I recognize patterns. This to right. me sounds a lot like the COVID boogeyman virus taking human beings out. Everything's blamed on uh, COVID. Never mind the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine and the Pfizer element of this whole depop plan never mind all the poisons are dumping on us in the cell towers it's avian and what do we see here other than pollution why this shot uh well this is our very spectacular 1964 leftover cmex cement plant that has been running on all kinds of deregulated uh inside job excuses of they shouldn't even be allowed to be in business. And Amanda has been after this company for six years. I'm going to let her take over because she's been in and out of the courts and they just hire more lawyers and bring them in. Well, that plant that, that you just showed, Sean, is uh, was actually built by Martin Marietta. And we, our company founded uh, based on opposing 800 acre gravel mining operation that was proposed based on a 20-year-old permit. But uh, we were able to defeat that and, and went all the way to the Colorado Supreme Court. Uh, and then Martin has now filed another another lawsuit. So that's been our lawsuits. Uh, C-Mike's bought the plant, the vintage plant, from a company called Southdown, who had bought it from Martin Marietta. And these fields that you see next to C-Mike's and you see the fugitive dust event that's um, you, you know, you almost can't see the cement plant, but those fields is actually the project area that Martin Marietta would like to gravel mine, um, roughly 800 acres. Yeah. So, um, so the issues we, we were able, we were successful in the fall of last year to defeat Martin Marietta's appeal to the board of adjusters on again, still trying six years in to to activate this dormant permit from last century um and we were also successful with defeating the some with the encouraging the county to uphold the special use expiration of cmex's mining operation so now cmex doesn't have a mine attached to that plant so all the material is being is being imported by rail 
So we see the rail issues, some of the rail issues um, again there and by truck. So it's creating really a public health hazard. Uh, an environmental hazard. As you can see here, this dust, a lot of that, the concern is um, crystalline silica and such, which OSHA says causes can can cancer. They don't form a correlation, but a causality. And so this is this is just on any given day, especially in February or January with the Chinook winds, uh, we just get these fugitive dust events. And what's this right here? It looks like it might be a family farm, or is this part of the CMAX property? It looks like a silo and a farm. So that is part, I believe, of the CMAX. It used to be a family farm, the Bashers, and uh, the grandmother sold the only industrialized area in 1,800 acres to Martin Marietta when once she widowed. And so the family, the family now the, the brothers, now rent or sublease it from Martin Marietta, some parts of it, and they have cattle operation there. Well, and the right. feedlot is back in there, which is what I think that silo and that barn is. All right. Well, this is the slippery slope, too. So for any patriots out there listening, and uh, I don't know how to get to everybody, but uh, I've seen plenty of family farms in my area that uh, are enjoying lease income, probably from the likes of these 5G networks, probably from the likes of AT&T or Verizon or whoever's putting up these 5G towers. But I see a lot of these towers on family farms in my area with fences around them. So these people are getting lease money. But you know what? The farmers are being bent over backwards and they're trying to survive. So you can kind of understand, especially if they're not informed, why they would take that blood money. What are we seeing in this image? So that's another very recent uh, initiative locally, which is cloud seeding. So I always perceived the bioengineering was coming, you know, from the planes and whatnot, but this yeah. is a, this is a, they've gone very public with this. It's been on nine news, Denver nine news, and it's gotten some coverage. They installed these little machines. Um, I don't know uh, if you have the slide where it shows the map, Patty, yes. I don't know if, yeah. if he has the map. So you'll see where it's been installed. But that one is here in the same Vrain Valley. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Silver has been valued for its beauty and rarity for centuries. But did you know it also plays a vital role in modern industry and tech? According to Noble Gold Investments CEO Colin Plume, who I just interviewed recently, silver could be the new oil. From electronics to solar panels, demand for silver is only set to rise. That's why investing in a silver IRA from Noble Gold Investments is a smart choice for those looking to secure their financial future. With a Noble Gold Investments Silver IRA, you can invest in physical silver coins or bars and take advantage of its unique properties as both a precious metal and industrial commodity. Not only does a Noble Gold Investments Silver IRA provide a hedge against inflation and market volatility, it also allows you to diversify your portfolio with an asset proven to hold its value over time. And this month, you'll get a beautiful Silver Eagle coin with every qualifying IRA of $20,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com to get started. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, the map. I've got it right here. The Colorado Cloud Seeding Generators. Now, this is news to me. I have Dane Wigington on about once every six weeks, once every eight weeks, geoengineeringwatch.org. And I've never, now we've talked about a lot of stuff, so I should never say never. Uh, I've forgotten. It went down the memory hole if we've ever covered this. I was not aware of ground-based cloud seeding generators. 
I think it's new to us. Uh, it's very much new to us. I think it'd been used at um, ski resorts exclusively. And um, this pro- this project launched right in November of 2022 as well. And what are they saying about it in the local media? They're Nothing saying... to see here, perfectly safe. Don't worry about it. We're just seeing oh, yes. clouds. Why? Why are we seeing clouds? Is it to block right. out the sun like Bill Gates wants? or no, is it's it... to help with the drought that we're causing. Uh-huh. By the way, isn't it interesting oh. that that generational drought in California is now suddenly coming to an end with all this rainfall and all of the snow and reservoirs are filling back up? I don't know if there's a miracle happening. The White Hats have played a card to try to save the uh, American Southwest. I don't know. Maybe hopeful thinking on my part, but generally speaking, we know that these people are crazy. Bill Gates is nuts. He wants to block out the sun in order to save us, he says, from climate change. These people are nuts. Without sun, we have no photosynthesis. We have no food. Right. Well, the most upsetting thing is the last image, the final map. I looked at it closely. If you'd pull that back up. Yeah, you bet. Final map, which I read was like, oh, my God, those are all lakes. What they've done is they put this silver oxide machines at every Colorado lake on this map, which is most of the water that comes down into the towns to supply us. So they're loading silver oxide into all of our water systems by, in my opinion, putting these machines in all of our mountain lakes. And here we have Eldora Ski Resort, but there's also another hundred wrapped around it. What this says to me is, holy crap, they are destroying our water system as well. And the avian bird excuse, if there's one bird that someone deems to be sick on a farm with a million birds, they have to kill a million birds. My God. And the article that we um, also had in one of the slides states that um, the Bird industry, turkeys and chickens have lost $1 billion in the last year because the government is making everybody kill their birds for fear of some wild bird flying over and affecting them. Come on. Really? You know, how did we get here? And uh, it's sort of a loaded question because I think we sort of know, I mean, non-governmental organizations and people that I would call traitors being part of city councils, being part of, I mean, this is all started from a local level, right? I mean, Amanda, on a local level, we can point to the people at school boards, for instance, who are more than happy to teach critical race theory and uh, trans book day to children. Um, This is all treason from within, is it not? How did we get here? Well, I think the, the school board here in Colorado, uh, in Boulder in particular, were the last to meet in person. I believe. And, and we, yeah, we had the regent of CU regent and the head of the school board at the farmer's market, preventing parents from circulating a petition to have board members removed the funding that goes, it is the infiltration happens at a local level. And uh, sometimes it happens, you know, out of ignorance and, and uh, well-intentioned people that have bought the narrative. You know, that are pushing electric vehicles and not even doing a Google search as to where what are the effects of mining for lithium or cobalt on the environment. Yeah. Because it's not about the environment. 
It's about controlling the distance that people can go, the autonomy of the people. They'll have charging stations with facial recognition, and you really can't go more than, you know, to Denver on, on a charge. So that's what it's about. And you have well-intentioned people that have bought the narrative and you have um, very prepared people that have that have the lingo and are controlling the narrative. So, you know, what can we do? We just saw we just had a town hall and all three of our county commissioners were there and uh, a representative from Parks and Open Space, which really has been the local agency that appears to be captured or at least on the wrong side of history on each of these issues that that we've discussed on your show. So um, it's uh, the, this young man was, you know, proposing to us that we all need, you know, char- to charge our vehicles at the same time he's talking about, you know, social equity and whatnot, oh which... God. You no, know, give me a it. break. As poor people in the third world, including children, have to have to dig the stuff out of the ground so you, dear, well-intentioned person, can drive a Tesla? That's I mean, right. give me a break. And neglecting to bring up CMEX, which we've just covered, which is the number one CO2. So we can discuss the CO2 issue, you know, is, is also something that can be explored. But as, buying their own narrative that CO2 is 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 responsible for the climate crisis – but putting that on local businesses to stop using these compostable cups or on the average person to stop driving their gas vehicle um, is really, you know, putting the cart before the horse or, or, or you know, it's this pink elephant in the room is what can you do? But it's about shaming the, the individual, which, you know, it's very, I'm a single mom, I'm a minority. It's like, I can't buy a Tesla. <laughs> right now and 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 but but it's beyond that is the tesla actually ecological and is the tesla actually supporting you know what you're saying and it's not it's 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 a manipulation of the language yeah you said something really important we'll let patty jump in in one second here patty she said you said well-intentioned people and that resonates with me not everybody's evil but here's the thing well-intentioned people who are uninformed are well-intentioned fools They are useful idiots. Who are they useful to? The powers that ought not be. The Rockefeller Foundation, the Rothschilds, the people that set up this smart cities concept. What is a smart city? My God, if you're a well-intentioned fool, it's time to figure this out. It's not very hard. A smart city uses info and communication tech, think 5G, to improve operational efficiency and share information with who? The government, they say the public, it's the government. Why? To provide better service and citizen welfare? Oh, come on. Reagan even warned us. The scariest thing you'll ever hear is a knock on your door and you open it and it's somebody who says, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. help Let's scroll down to Wikipedia. A smart city is a technologically modern urban area that uses different types of electronic methods and sensors to collect specific data. Friends, these 15-minute smart cities... This is the Chinese model. Track, trace, and watch everything 24 hours a day. No more human freedom. It is the end of liberty, I assure you. It is the dystopia we were warned about in a film about 100 years ago. I'll play B-roll of that in one second. Patty, what in the heck are we going to (laughs) do? Well, I have three intentions, but I do want to mention that uh, an answer that she was kind enough to not say, but um, she knows even their names. It was an inside job. Uh, the uh, Bayer 
Monsanto uh, was a father-son team. The son is one of the people in the Boulder County Parks and Open Space, and his daddy works at Bayer. And they've been selling these products. I'm sorry, Amanda, please be clear. I don't want to make a mistake. No, no, I was just saying it's it's just the the reversal. The 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 son works for Bayer's and the dad works on the weed management division of Parks and Open Space. Thank you. Technical. We want to be correct for sure, but it would appear that it could be an inside job because uh, Bayer Monsanto, I mean Monsanto, received three hundred twenty eight thousand dollars in this agreement with Bayer Monsanto and CU, the University of Colorado. So. There's no excuse. Everybody knows that nobody wants the parks poisoned. But the punchline of us being on this show is I I have set a few intentions with Amanda, and that's the purpose of reaching outside Boulder, because Boulder City Council members, God bless them all on their journey. But when I asked the activists yesterday, what do you want us to ask for? Everybody said resignations of the father-son team that's um, controlling us and creating these things that shouldn't be happening. The other people that are doing it um, were also included in the list from the people that are doing all the research, and they're saying the council members, every one of them needs to be replaced. There's one maybe with potential, but again, we're dealing with a dead thing. We need to leave it behind and move forward. How can we do that? In my opinion, we have two solutions in Boulder County. Number one, Amanda has a website, Save Our Saint Vrain Valley, S-O-S-V-V. And if anybody's willing to show up and do the testing, we need the water, the soil, and the air tested around the cement plant, all directions, and these machines that are spewing the silver oxide, which is so ridiculous. And then also these cell towers, I mean, I have a meter. You know, the radiation is stupid. But what we need is funding for testing, and we need it immediately. So we're hoping that people will show up, make some donations on the sosvvweb.org website so that we can hire somebody. And really, priority one is evidence. I'm a documentary filmmaker. Evidence and data that's um, real. The other thing is we need a class action lawsuit because when you're dealing with people repeatedly, repeatedly, and they just bring in more lawyers and they can afford it, and they've got this endless pit apparently, I don't know, but we don't. And it's not Amanda's deal to keep spending all her time and money. She's done six years I know of, but what we need is a class action lawsuit. Somebody who's passionate about the environment And that's why we're on Sean's show is to tell everybody what's going on. And this is just Boulder, but it's probably your city, too. They're just not telling us. And Amanda and I, the more research I do, I mean, realizing that every lake in the mountains in Colorado has one of those silver oxide machines. I shouldn't say every, but there certainly are a lot of them is inexcusable when it hasn't been tested. So I looked it up. Silver oxide is this good for the air? And there's a lot of negative articles and they're all referring to the cloud seeding saying it hasn't been tested. So here we are doing another thing like the experimental thing the last few years. Now we are the experimental thing and I've had it. So Monday morning when I woke up and somebody from the team that Amanda works with said, "Uh uh-oh, they might spray us again this week with helicopters. It was like, what? I thought 
But no, no, they have the ability. They can come in tomorrow if it's 50 degrees and no wind unless we file official documents. Amanda, let us know what it is we need because we're asking to have somebody help us get everything tested and then somebody to represent Boulder County legally against this unbelievable poisoning. It's just relentless. And what is it we need specifically, Amanda? I think you got it, Patty. I think we'd like to consult with any environmental lawyers in the area that would like to to look into some of this um, spraying. It was done, again, not even as part of Col- Restore Colorado 22. We're still looking to stop Restore Colorado 22. But even if it's being applied, you know, on the ground with uh, foot soldiers on the ground, those foot soldiers are wearing hazmat suits. And CU recently, just this week, came out with a study. Oh, no, I'm, I apologize. It was in April of 2022. They did a study that on 38, I believe, subjects, human and animals. And so some of the chemicals that were found in, in the in the systems of these sentient beings included uh, DDT and DDD. Uh, we have some testing done in the town of Lyons through um, a mom activist who started a nonprofit there to ban the spraying of of glyphosate and those products in the public parks there. And they have had the support of the local mayor and they've been able to accomplish that. But now it's um, on a much bigger scale. We're talking about an ingredient that's a known neurotoxin, according to the FDA, the active ingredient is indasiflon. And, and you know, you're, you're talking about the erection of, of the, the cell phone towers. So we really need to consult with an environmental attorney, specifically on the spraying, which was, again, not even part of this, and to try to stop and put some kind of moratorium or they're claiming that they don't even have to do a Parks and Open Space, they, is claiming, their director, sent out a, a new a email reply this week that they don't really have to go through the Boulder County Commission commissioners to spray out of a helicopter. But they've also said, we're not going to spray, we're not going to aerial spray this, this, um, this fall. But again, towns, I'm from Miami, Florida, not the most progressive place. They've banned glyphosate. I think Boulder County really needs to and if it's going to be local communities that are through citizen action the people say we don't want it well we don't want it so we'd like to follow suit with austin you know austin texas and and i think glyphosate just gets a bad rap with good reason but it's not the only one you see this whole cocktail they are spraying something locally that wasn't on that particular page it's called roundup pro and they've been spraying that all over the same brain valley. The other issue is it does kill lo- and 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 uh, sterility of seeds of local um, plants, which are essential to the ecosystem here. So that's a known effect. And the county says, well, we'll reseed. Well, what's the point in that? We can also, you know, mow use uh, targeted goat grazing and, and much more holistic things. But there appears to be a different agenda here. And we really want to be able to do our due diligence with testing to see how long are these chemicals? What chemicals are in the system? Are they in the water? That Could that be part of the reason that uh, we've been seeing such a dramatic decline in, in wildlife in the area, which is very abundant? 
Yeah, I know. Look, there's kickbacks being paid here. That's really where the sleuths ought to go. Who's getting the kickbacks from these companies? And I don't know what Roundup Pro is, but I know glyphosate is Roundup. So I guess we're talking about glyphosate pro here. And the question about reseeding that begs to be asked is, well, what good is reseeding when you've poisoned the land and the soil? And I'll just call out the website again before we say our official goodbyes, sosvv.org. So if any attorneys up to the quality of Tom Renz or Todd Callender are listening, those are two great attorneys I know personally. But if there's any good, honest, patriotic attorneys listening, sosvv.org is one way to reach out to Amanda. Uh, how else, Amanda, can uh, attorneys reach you? There's a contact page on our website and uh, that will I will be alerted to any incoming all right, great. Thanks, Before, Sean. All right, you're welcome. Before we say our official goodbyes, I teased a film that was made almost 100 years ago that uh, warned us what was coming. It's Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Do you guys know about this? Metropolis, very interesting story about the ruling class and their smart cities. There's elements of transhumanism and Satanism in this film. And, of course, an abundant slave worker class that works below ground, serving the ruling elite who live above ground. We'll watch at least part of this trailer because, folks, if you haven't watched this movie, it predicted what we are about to go through here in 1927. So, friends, yes, there's elements of romance here. There's also elements of, what's that, the Tower of Babel? I'm not sure. There's elements of Satanism. I'm sure you just saw that, transhumanism. And, again, the underground working class of slaves. They left out the best part, which is the slave class that lives underground, literally marching, essentially, every single day to their doom-filled jobs. No voices, no representation, just endless serfdom and slavery for the rest of human history. That is the vision of United Nations Agenda 2030, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Patty, I want to thank you for bringing our guest Amanda on. We'll say our goodbyes in a second. I just want to let people know you're the CEO of C60 Evo and C60. The molecule in that thing in the studies allowed Ristar rats to live 90% longer than rats who didn't get the molecule. Is that correct? Uh, Yes, 90% longer and they died without any tumors, which is historic. Well, there you go. All right. Succinctly and nicely put, Patty Greer, I'm going to leave the link below to C60 Evo and we'll say our goodbyes to Amanda. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for all you do. Thank Thank you you so much, Sean, for having us on. Yeah. God really, truly, may God bless you. And Patty, thanks so much for arranging this. God bless you as well. Thank you. Don't forget, God always wins. Yeah. Amen. Let's hope that's the case in this. Look, I agree with you there. We just need some action. And I think we're getting it. I think we're getting some divine intervention. And frankly, Alex Jones just put out a video the other day, a Sunday emergency broadcast about the chain reaction that has begun, at least as it relates to this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine and everybody who can think speaking out against it. So a little victory. Well, we'll take them where we can get them. Our guests have been Patty Greer and Amanda 
Domenico. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right. God bless you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you. God bless. All right, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, a very special thank you to our subscribe stars. I'll try to remember to leave a link below, although I never do. And our members at sgtreport.tv. Friends, I'll remind you every single day for free. This is why we exist. Thephaser.com, thelibertymill.com, and sgtreport.com. These are antidotes to the corporate propaganda, the Monsanto, Big Pharma, World Economic Forum, Bill Gates, Joe Biden lies, and of course, the mainstream media lies. May God bless you and your family. Bye-bye. We've seen 60,000 people in the prime of their life keel over and die. This died suddenly, cause unknown. That's 60,000? The Vietnam War was 12 years of killing Americans in the prime of their life. This is one year. The fact is, we're not free, we're unworthy of any kind of protection, we're simply utilities meant to be plumbed, meant to be exploited, and meant to add value to and gain value from the value for them, not us. Isn't that what the Talmud says? I mean, isn't that part of the Jewish construct, is that the goyim are meant to serve the Jews?